0: We're back for more
1: Welcome to the Warren Beast Podcast, the podcast that certainly is not the weakest link. I'm Greg. I'm Emily. I'm Jordan. Oh, God, did we lose you Kendall? Ah,
2: the weakest
0: link. Goodbye. <laughs> <God>. I'm, I'm <laughs> Kendall. I'm Kendall. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do too many things at once right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this week we are reviewing Beast Machine Season 1, Episode 6 The Weak Component. Interesting, huh? Actually, to be perfectly honest, might have been my favorite episode so far this season.
2: Really? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I thought it was kind of neat. I do yeah, I, know. It felt kind of weird. Yeah, there's there's a hmm. note in the TF wiki, and it might actually be in IMDb, because th- this was like a very... No, conditioned... no, we don't look at
0: IMDb anymore, so... Nope, yeah. IMDb. I only use IMDb okay. to look up the date that the episode aired.
3: Well, I was going to say that this was kind of a contentious episode with the fandom. This is probably one of the spots that people either started turning or would would draw a line at. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I we'll get into it. Bad,
0: but... Oh no,
3: I don't think it's bad at all. But I can, I'll, I'll point it. You know, we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about the episode.
0: Well, sort <laughs> yeah. of like, sort of like <clears throat> I think I said, I might have said last episode, or not, no, like maybe it was two episodes ago. I don't know. There was another episode that I was like. If the show gets better, if the show stays at this level or gets better, then it's a good show. If this is the da- the start of the downward trend, then it's uh then
1: at least we got what we got.
0: Well yeah, and also and also like this could be I could see how this episode could be the start of a downward trend just the way mm-hmm. that it was. Uh there was some stuff that I will that I'm willing to forgive in this episode that I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be willing to forgive through if it was if it kept up that way. Mm-hmm. If that if that makes sense. Um. So this day, I googled this date episode in history. Saturday, October 29th. Sorry, Saturday, October twenty third, nineteen ninety nine. Segment. Um. So. Uh. So. Uh. Smooth uh, was number one in the U.S. by Santana. Uh. In the U.K., everybody was still listening to Blue Dee. Um. Oh, God a movie called the insider directed by Michael man. Michael Mann, was a popular movie. Um, and, uh, the Unabomber, uh, got an appeal. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, some people had some criticism for Al Gore for some reason. (laughs) That's, uh, that's all I got. This was part
3: of the campaign trail, uh, for his bid back then. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, early. Yeah. This would have been relatively early early in the campaign. uh, How early
3: was people making jokes about the inventing the internet line that they threw at him a couple of times?
0: I I don't know. I'm, I will probably, (laughs) if it, if it happened on, uh, the same day as a beast machines episode aired, then we'll find out if not,
1: (laughs) probably not. (laughs) (laughs) What do we have on the TF wiki, Jordan?
3: Okay. So, uh, TFWiki had a couple of, well, you know, animation error and technical errors. Um, hold on. Where was the... I'm trying to remember if there was one specific, but I don't think so. What? Yeah, so I was just trying to remember if there was a, a a specific like animation error that was kind of funny. But it's a lot of the errors are just really small things that are really hard to catch unless you're looking so... Mm-hmm. I guess just someone watched this episode a lot, and then as we were talking earlier, it says that this is one of the more uh, undercontinuity areas. Is this is one of the more polarizing episodes of the series? The weak component generated some controversies for its portrayal of Rat Trap and Megatron. Uh, it says previously one of the most distrustful and paranoid Maximals in Beast Wars, Rat Trap's behavior here, going behind his back and making and striking a deal, stood out as incongruous with his previous characterization. Likewise, Megatron is suddenly depicted as a trustworthy character who keeps his word, uh, whereas beh- where before Megatron would crush a subordinate for merely mentioning the H word. <laughs> uh, here, he makes a huge point of playing by the rules with no ulterior motives, and basically, either side could have potentially won the war right there. Uh, but two characters with the least scruples suddenly became interested in fair play for no reason, <laughs> <laughs> and that, thats, yeah. that's the—that co- is the complaints. Uh, Rattrap previously managed to transform to robot mo- mode in Mercenary Pursuits. Shouldn't he have already realized that he didn't have any weapons? he was, it was fun. Fun. yeah Yeah, that thinking he was having yeah. trouble to actually concentrate. He yeah, was, like, he, was, yeah he,
2: was, he was fucked up. He didn't really think about trying to use weapons so much as try to like not
3: keep transforming. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: uh, It's not clearly why Rattrap's new body had doesn't have any weapons. Did the or- Oracle not anticipate that he would be fighting Vihicons? Was this some kind of secret test of character? Uh, another note, considering her rather duplicious nature that ended with her defecting to the Maximals in Beast Wars, it's a bit hypocritical for Black Blackarachnia to suddenly accuse Rattrap of being a traitor. Yeah. And then the night that Rattrap spends uh, is really short. Not long after gaining his weapons, the, uh, the other th- three Maximals arrive, they fight Rattrap, and then the sun rises. Uh, Then we've got some continuity notes. Uh, Rattrap's inability to transform to robot mode was first brought up in Master of the House. The episode sees Rattrap finally overcoming this hurdle, only to be thoroughly disappointed with the result. Points for trying! (laughs) Uh, Optimus is still recuperating from his shirnius refounding ice cream, which happened in the previous episode. And then uh, another episode that highlights Optimus' growing metaphysical sense. The episode begins with a prophetic dream that
0: wasn't from Cheetah Or.
1: Yeah, that was a little weird.
0: (laughs) I mean, canonically, Uh, canonically, at this point, I think we can establish that. I mean, I last last week said Optimus has lots and lots of powers, but I mean, at this point, he has like he's psychic, like he gets psychic visions, he has he can sense things, he's a Jedi, like he has the like sort of that set of powers. Like if, if you're reading an X-Men book and Jean gray has a vision of the future, you're not going to bat an eye, even if she, even if they don't like specifically say that she has that power. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, she, he just clearly somehow got like some cheetah DNA into his transformation. <laughs> you know, and now he can just do
3: that, whatever. Uh, then we got one note of a real world reference, uh, when Megatron, uh, is approached by a rat trap. He says, "Oh, so this is the way the world ends—not with a bang, but with a simpering rodent." And this is a paraphrase quote from the poem "The Hollow
0: Men" by T. S. Eliot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, <laughs> "What are you doing that in ridiculous rabbit suit?" <laughs> that didn't happen yet, or no. will it happen yet?
3: Uh, <laughs> during rat traps, uh, not for where I'm standing. Line. It seems that Scott McNeil halfway slips into his silver bolt voice. Yes, uh, but when someone voices so many characters, these things happen occasionally.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I distinctly heard some Silverbolt there.
3: <laughs> uh but yeah, that's that was all that we have from the TF Wiki. That was the last one was trivia.
1: Okay. Well, I suppose we shall start this episode then. Mm-hmm. So this episode, we start off with the the skyline, and we sort of zoom into the city, and as we're panning through, we've got some explosions mm-hmm. happening as some, some jets are chasing Rattrap and Optimus, um, which is kind of surprising, because last episode we s- saw Optimus kind of, you know, not doing so hot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we then get Optimus attempting to transform, yet for some reason he's unable, and then we get Rattrap attempting to, and then all of a sudden the ground starts to shake, we see some buildings starting to topple, Optimus sees a crack start to form in the ground and he starts to fall into it. And then we see Rattrap's robot form and he's in, like, a giant mode all of a sudden.
2: He's a a giant boy. He's a kaiju. Exactly. But then an even more giant boy shows up.
1: (laughs) Yes, because (laughs) the entire city and Rattrap is held in the palm of Megatron's hand.
2: I didn't know Optimus Primal was into, like, size difference. It's a cool way to take his character, you know, just
3: to introduce that. (laughs) Well, when he's ba- when you're based off King Kong, yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah.
1: But yes. So just, we. we... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Mike would have appreciated it.
2: Mm-hmm. Or Cassie. Um,
1: oh yes. So we have Optimus who who's watching all of this unfold. It sort of zooms in on his eye. And we have a reflection of Megatron, and then Optimus sort of startles awake, and he's looking around. All of a sudden, we have a light shine right in his face, which is kind of a dick move. <laughs> Black Arachne is asking him where he's going. Uh, as we sort of get like a first person s- perspective from Optimus, his vision's a bit blurry. He's trying to, to focus. She's approaching he him. It looks like
2: he's waking up from a hangover.
1: Yeah. She's <laughs> like, shine a light
2: on him. He's like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. I love uh, it.
3: Same <laughs> alphabet backwards. Yeah. Someone get me some McDonald's.
1: <laughs> I need thing. some aspirin.
2: <laughs>
1: Is there coffee on? <laughs>
2: um
1: but Optimus seems rather concerned about Rat Trap for some reason. And Black Arachne tries to assu- assuage his fears, uh telling him that, that they're okay, that he's just off with Cheetor and Night Scream right now, and that it's just simply a recon mission, nothing more. As she uh she settles him back down to, to lay down. It's sort of in the middle of like this temple place that's their headquarters right now. Though I don't know how comfortable just laying on a stone floor would be for a giant gorilla. But
0: I mean, I assume that they have to you know I mean gorillas in the wild don't have like beds. Well true. Sure. I mean they well, don't they have make like leaf piles, don't they? Have have
2: you not seen those four poster beds that gorillas just have in the woods that they make out of like palm trees and stuff?
0: Maybe if it was a... Oh, man, what's that mattress company that always is advertising (laughs) on podcasts? Casper? Yeah, maybe if he had a Casper mattress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they give you the 100-night free
1: trial. We do not have... a deal with Casper mattresses, so we are not going to promote them yet.
0: Although if you're listening, Casper. We're listening. We're in negotiations (laughs) at gmail.com, right? Is our website?
1: (laughs) So we we then cut to a factory and we then see Trap, who's getting chased. Obviously this wasn't much of a recon mission as he's getting shot at by Tagor.
3: Yeah, like isn't the cutting line uh, Black and I say he's perfectly safe, and then it cuts to, to, to yes. the sea
0: of explosions. Yeah. Doesn't um, Tankor pull, Rad- a, pull a Waspinator here and call him uh, Mousebot?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, he does call him Mousebot. Yes. Um, also, what happens is <laughs> as he's chasing after Rat Trap, Rat Trap's sort of running along a pathway along the side of the building, and Tankor's on a ramp. And all of a sudden, the ramp disappears out from under him, and then he falls over. And Rat Trap's, you know, pretty proud of himself for leading that guy to do all that. But then he's attacked uh, by a couple more jets and is saved by uh, Night Scream, who, you know, doesn't seem overly impressed with having to save Rat Trap as he sort of dumps him behind Cheetor and then transforms and starts attacking the jets himself. So Night Scream manages to to use his sort of sonic speaker which you know i'm assuming is a weapon that he's received you know what it's probably a weapon off. he received from his father Soundwave. <laughs> <laughs> i'm still going with that damn it
2: no sure i like yeah. it it's a good it's a good fan yeah.
3: doesn't he also get a moment to pose or something like that i think he does well, he like, like, yeah
2: like, he has a smile and he lifts his like little hair dongle
1: thing and he's like he drops
3: it he does a little hair flip yeah yeah it's the thing that happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep, that happened. And then he goes zooming off. Um, Chiodor, meanwhile, is uh, super so speedily
0: fucking dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the the first of many times
1: that he is in this episode. Yeah, he he orders Rat Trap to to find some information while he and Night Scream are going to try and take care of the Vehicons.
0: The thing, the thing is, he specifically says, stick with the plan, which makes sense. Like, Rat Trap mm-hmm. is the computer guy. Like, yeah. like, you know, stick with the plan. If he had said, stick with the plan, go, you know, do what you, you know, go do your thing. And, uh, we'll, and you, we'll, and we'll, we'll and we'll take care of these or guys or something yeah. like that. Then, but, but instead he's like, stick with the plan, beastie boy. <laughs> Let us real Transformers take care of this. Like, Let us yeah, transforming he, Maximals yeah. handle this. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah,
3: Like, yeah, it's it is a really dick move to be on. To be honest, uh, when the TF Wiki was saying that, I could I could uh, think of things to explain Rattraps and Megatron's supposedly out of character actions here. But honestly, it's uh, kind of more like Cheetor and the others that are really acting out of character. Yeah, well, that's yeah. – yeah. Maybe
0: not Night because we haven't seen much of him before, so. I mean, I see – yeah, I mean, I – yeah, it's true. Night Scream, maybe Night Scream upset the dynamic. Maybe everyone is going to be a jerk for the rest of the series. Um, hopefully <laughs> I, I will not. say,
2: yeah, Night Scream kind of seems like a brat, so I could see where yeah. he'd be mean. But like, it's weird that Cheetor is being that mean.
1: Yeah. yeah. Especially after everything that's happened between them.
3: yeah. Like Cheeto used to look look up to Rat Trap. Yeah, they they were good pals. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, the only other person that he would probably put above uh, Rat Trap is either Rhinox,
0: who's missing, or or Primal. So,
1: yeah.
0: I'm I'm actually okay with uh with su- with with you know because I'm okay with ignoring continuity from Beast Wars. So, like, I I'm okay with them not having the foundation of loyalty and sort of taking a step back. I mean, that's just how these shows work. Um, hmm. but at the same time, yeah, it seems, seems a little off. Yeah. Uh, the amnesia goes deeper than we think. Yeah. It, well, it's just, they're just all, they're just all suddenly jerks. Like it's not like yeah. it's, it's, it's out of character for what is it? What is this episode? Like six. Yes. Yeah. So it's out of character for what the last five episodes were. Yeah. Uh, which is, and again, it's not rap trap. That's out of character. Cause rat trap has kind of been a selfish jerk. This whole, so for this whole a, time, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, he's, he, if anything, they kind of changed his character for the show. Like mm-hmm. he's, you know, he, he back, he backpedaled a little bit for the beginning of the show, but yeah, it's, it, it, this seems like a, and we'll get into it more as it goes on, but this almost feels like a, like a car, a more cartoonish episode. It's a. A trouble with tribbles type episode, if you will, like where yeah. where the characters are yeah. more caricatures of themselves, or they're or they're more one note. Every everybody's kind of written as more one note, except for Rat Trap and Megatron, who are interesting and nuanced.
1: Yes,
3: I do think this was written by a different uh, writer than normal. But let me d- double check that while while we continue.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so as. As Rat Trap goes wandering off, he's getting watched by Megatron through a monitor, and he seems to be taking note of uh, the things that are being said over the course of it. But then he is approached by his his royal his loyal uh, guilty Spark drone. There, I guess we'll call him. And apparently, they they've been devising a new way to get rid of Megatron's uh, beast mode. And the he asks it, the drone if if it'll work. The drone says most assuredly in theory, <laughs> but it can't guarantee it will work. From a certain point of view. Yes. Um, so Megatron is, you know, it's like, well, then let's go ahead and do it. And he's like, well, shouldn't you wait until the maximal problem is taken care of? Because we don't know exactly what this procedure will do. And wouldn't it be better when things are, you know, a bit more calm in case something happens, happens where you're incapacitated and whatnot. um, Megatron doesn't seem overly concerned about it, but then he sort of turns his attention back to the Maximals that are in the factory. Uh, Cheetor is surrounded by a group of like a dozen uh, thrust bots and thrust. Psycho drones. Yes.
3: And then and thrust comes up and he's freaking bigger than all the other ones.
1: Yeah. Like, he's almost double mostly the size. Bigger. Yeah.
3: Like that's why I, post, I posted in the Facebook group that that. That image, because really, I saw this and I'm like, there is thrust with all his tiny children.
1: Yes, um, we've got cheater who, for the most part, is handling things pretty good um, as thrust comes on the scene, though, and is going to try and take him out. We then see Night scream who uses his little vampiric line out of his mouth and he manages to suck some energy out of thrust. And as it turns out, when he knocks Thrust out of commission, then the rest of his cycle drones go out of commission also.
2: Which is a, not a thing we knew could, could happen before, really. Yeah.
1: No.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it makes sense, though, because they're the ones taking over control, and when we took out Megatron before,
3: they all, you know...
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kaput, okay, so.
3: uh, by the way, I, I just from quick checking on the TF wiki, uh, other than the first two episodes having uh, the same writers... Uh, there's not actually very consistent writers or or, or directors for the show. Ugh. Like, I haven't seen a director directed by uh, the same name twice. I'm guessing what? that the you re- oh, know five- the first two
2: episodes, I could see that being the same. It. No, it I, really? I,
3: no, it, it had two different uh, directors for the first two episodes. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. But uh, I'm guessing, like from a writing pool, that there is like a a pool of people, and as we get through, we'll we'll see like highlighted ones. But at the moment and we're only six episodes in. So if they true. had like a slightly, you know, medium sized team, that's still not going to get everyone. But at the moment, yeah. Uh, we don't have like a, a, repeat, uh, other than the first episode for writers.
0: Well, I mean, that's pro that's, that was kind of true of beast wars too. I remember, I remember noticing different, different writers, uh, on different episodes. Cause you notice, uh, whatever was it, Bob forward or somebody would be on the important episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just like just like uh, Marv Wolfman Wolfman was on uh, an episode earlier and he's you know, that was an important episode for him. Um, But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's because it's got to do with, uh, you know, these these all these episodes are being produced at the same time. So you can't really have the same writers and directors. I mean, I yeah, I would, I would. If you want to keep doing research, Jordan, compare that to the first six episodes of Beast Wars to see if this is, a, if it's really a, like, if it's really a difference, if it's, you know, if that's really a thing, like if, or if, or if there were all over the place too. Mm-hmm. So then write a three-page book report. Well, I mean, or just like look, <laughs> no, do whatever. I mean, yeah, you do, whatever I you did just took like thirty seconds. I don't know what you did. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so. Cheetor uh asks Night Scream if he's able to to re- if he's still hungry for more energy from other Transformers, and Night Scream says, if I have any more, it's gonna you know blow my capacitor. So apparently he he's had his fill of sucking energy from from other transformers right now, I guess. Yeah, for a little bit at least. Yeah. Uh but Night Scream does notice that there's like this uh like charging station, I guess you could say. Uh, and he says, but maybe we could use that to overload tankor and and uh, Jetstorms and have, have them basically do the same thing. So Cheetor essentially says, OK, you lure them in and then I'll tackle them from behind and knock them through. And we see Cheetor go running off. He's getting chased by tanks and he's sort of, you know, he's getting shot at. He'll speed up a little bit more. Uh, almost goes he runs into like fast, yeah almost like yeah, yeah like super they, speed
3: yeah they they do a pump up kind of like montage scene of him gaining speed and then like going faster
1: and faster, yeah, um, we then have him sort of do like a big spin in the air, manages to knock some blasts into some tanks, and you know lands and does a bit of a pose, and looks around, and we get the um did anybody else notice that the the cheetah like growl that he let out was like from season three rather than like his old version.
2: Yeah. It so yeah. was a season three version. I, I, yeah. I just, didn't. it just sounded like a stock sound effect for growl. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean,
1: well, yeah, it is a stock sound effect, but it, it's what they use in season three, as opposed to the voice actor, tr- instead of doing his, his little growl.
2: Yeah. Him to do it. Cause it didn't sound very good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So we then cut to <laughs> Ratrap. He, uh, when we first see him, he he's like admiring uh, some sort of a mech suit, I guess that uh, is in the database, and he's, I think got he's also
3: this... looking at like the type of gun that the tank drones have. Like he's looking yes. at that cannon
1: as well. Yeah, and he then notices uh, Tankor and Jetstorm who are approaching Night Scream, who's getting backed up into this uh, charge thing or charge panel, I guess you could say, or something along those lines. And so Rattrap is concerned. He's like, oh man, he's 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 going to be a goner unless I do something. And so he's like, oh, come on, just this once. And he says, I am transformed. And sure enough, he actually transforms. Hooray.
2: Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I, I watch this with phone cast, I guess, per usual. And she brought up a thing where it's like, it's kind of like, it's not really, like, a moment. Like, it's kind of just, like, anticlimactic when he finally is able to transform. Like, it's not, like, a huge thing. He just kind of, like, does it. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's fine. It's just not, like... I don't know. It wouldn't be cool if there was, like, a moment for Rattrap. Oh, But, but see, the that point th- of this episode is that he doesn't get a moment,
0: and everyone hates him. So <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's excited say. about a thing, and everybody and everybody else is like, you're dumb. Yeah. I
3: was going to say, this might harken back to the fact that just because he didn't put a lot of effort and there wasn't a big moment or anything, that, that's why it was so easy for him to transform. He's just been overthinking it all the time. Yeah. Or, well, he also points out another good reason, which is also probably the cause. It's not It's not selfish,
1: yeah. 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 So, we cut back to Night Scream, who... Oh,
3: uh, sorry. Oh, real quick. I did do yeah. a, a check on the first six episodes of Beast Wars, and I... Again, there was no consistency with directors. Like there was a different director for almost every episode. Uh, but it was a little bit more consistent with writers. Bob Forward wrote two, and Larry DeTillo wrote two, and then the others were by different writers okay. or, or combination of.
0: So probably, hmm. so probably the fact that it was a variety of people working on the first batch of episodes for for Beast Machines probably isn't like a a red flag necessarily. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, see, see, guys, I told you, Jordan could do it. <laughs> i believe in jordan
1: hmm. so night scream yes night scream is, is sort of playing possum getting led towards this energy field uh we then have jet storm and tank or approaching him and we see Cheetor behind them as he uh nods and sort of gives night scream a signal and he starts to charge as night scream flies up but then we get uh Tarzan Rat Trap, who manages <laughs> to knock both Tank and Jetstorm into a console, and then J-or <laughs> sort of flies into the energy field, gets it zapped a little bit. Uh, but it turns on some machinery which starts building more tank drones at a rather fast pace. Puts it into overdrive. Yes. And Rat Trap's like, uh, and so all of these are getting activated and starting like spinning around, shooting everything. And Rat Trap sort of, you know, beside him, so he's like, "What the heck? Did,
2: what's going on?"
1: <laughs> Tankor is, uh, you know, he's freaking out a little bit because he's got so many more drones that are coming online that he can't control. Also, oh, uh, this
2: is where Rat Trap's like, "Uh, there's no weapons on this thing." Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. He's like, "Who? Oh man, who? Who sold me this lemon?" And he's like, "Who gives me a body with no weapons?" <laughs> So we we then cut to Megatron, who is flipping out. He he says that he's taking control of the drones and he's yanking like cords out of a console at his at his station. Uh, some jets are flying around. His rat trap uh, uses his tail to access a console to start you know seeing what he can do to try and shut things down. <laughs> he starts putting it in reverse and then forward, and he's like, "Uh, what the heck?" He's like freaking out because he doesn't know what he's going to be able to do it seems speeding up a little bit more drones are getting created and then one of the jets uh, that Megatron is controlling targets him and shoots and instead of it hits the console that rat traps plugged into and it causes a surge through his body but it also in turn causes a surge to uh, hit Megatron back at the Citadel and it essentially knocks Every all of his systems offline. Like he gets there's an explosion and Rat Trap transforms back into his rat form and Cheetor picks him up and starts running away. Uh he and Night Scream book it out as the factory explodes, and essentially all the power like the factory explodes, and then we see power to the citadel, and pretty much from what we understand, the rest of the city go out.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I want to say like after I watched this, I'm like, this is a win, right? I mean they just destroyed <laughs> one of the factories <laughs> yeah, making yeah. drones. Like, yeah. so, it's not that bad. It's pretty good, actually. Like, they didn't get the information they wanted, but they did destroy a factory that creates their enemies. So yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a yeah. win, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean they they screwed up, <laughs> they screwed up their little strategy, but yeah, they they blew up the factory, weird stuff happened they knocked out the power for. yeah it was it certainly wasn't it isn't it definitely was an overreaction uh that we see to to rat trap like a very very that's that's what like you know it's a cartoonish thing i mean it's a cartoon so it makes sense but <laughs> i was gonna say the reactions is uh well for night screen like like
3: M said he's a bit of a brat so i don't put past him but uh Cheetors is definitely an overreaction and i don't know like m- maybe he's just because of the strain of uh just like try- trying to be a, le- a leader
2: yeah in I was place gonna say, of primal like, he's not something like that job he's, yeah right he's, away like <laughs>
3: like he, he might be like kind of not thinking the uh in the best interests or something like that because of some some ideal that he's trying to c- pertain
2: is the worst. And so wait, you learn from primal When primal always, you know, like berated and insulted his, his uh, men under him. Oh wait, he never did that ever.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> he's kind
2: of been doing that in the last few episodes a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, that's something should think about. You know, when primal wasn't his prime, forget the In, this, in <laughs> this next, I mean, in this next scene, uh, you know, uh, black arachnia starts I- imitating uh, Papa primal when she's like, Go back to your beast mode. Yeah. Why are you in yeah. robot form? Well, I mean, they should go back to the beast. Mode. He should yeah. go back
2: to his beast. Mode, to be fair. Yeah. But they him.
0: all know that, and the and uh, like you shouldn't immediately panic when you see somebody in robot form. Well, and again, like if you want to about someone overreacting, it was Cheater
2: again when he jumps on him. Yeah, and like, then yes, yeah, the so then Cheetor tackles him. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Greg. I had to go away from you for a minute there. <laughs> Do you want to take over the 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 thing again, wow. Greg? Did we lose Greg? Oh, we no, lost Greg. Shoot. I, sorry. I, was, I, was, on, when I was on
1: mute for a sec. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> um. Yeah. It um. Essentially, what happens is they return back to base, and we've got Rat Trap who's talking to an unconscious Primal at this point. Uh, he's like, you know. I did the right thing. I, I wasn't selfless. I thought about trying to protect others. And then I transformed and I get this, I get this lemon of a body that can't really do anything or help anybody out. And then that's when we get what you guys were alluding to earlier with the rat trap telling him to transform back into his beast form and Cheetor like tackles him, tells him to transform, transform back into his beast form also. Which, which seems, seems like
2: that's how's weird. he gonna transform with you on top of him,
3: asshole? Like,
2: stop yeah. it! Back the fuck <laughs> off.
1: <laughs> uh, I I was
3: saying like, did did we mention how earlier when Cheetor and and uh uh Nightscreen were berating him, like Rat Trap tries to even like you know like, well, don't you want to know how I was able to, you know, yeah. and and mm-hmm. like he purpose you oh, know yeah. like he he purposely says like it, I wasn't thinking about myself, you know, and stuff like that, which. Yeah. To be fair, like if it was Rat Trap saying that, they should be proud of him. But yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and I well, mean, see, everyone has to be a dick this episode to make Rat Trap's betrayal make any sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: to me, I mean, honestly, to me, I can kind of understand Cheetor being a dick because for two reasons: one, he's under the increased pressure because. Optimus was dumb and put him in charge because Optimus always puts the the person who's the who's uh, the least qualified in charge, um, and uh, and then two, uh, Night Scream kind of in 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 some warped, written more poorly way is reminiscent of of an early Cheetor, a younger Cheetor, and mm-hmm. when when you're around somebody that is like who you were five years ago sometimes you do regress to that, to that attitude. So, so with, with those two sort of in that, you know, sort of group think, I can understand why when it was those two, they were, they were doing that, but black arachnia just being arbitrarily mean to rat trap just seems drastically out of character for her. Yeah. I, mean,
2: yeah. I I will say with like the Night Scream stuff, like Night cream is a kid like Cheetor was, but they're very, they're a little different. Like Cheetor was kind of like, eager to please, you know, like good mm. boy who got in fights sometimes, but I think overall he was like trying to be a good soldier and like good boy and, you know, like have primal, like depend on him. Well, Night Scream is just kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying they're the same character, but they, uh, there are, there were times in early beast wars where, where Cheetor was, I mean even or not even early beast wars in season 3 of beast wars yeah. where Cheetor was kind of a petty a, a petty petty and immature that's true so yeah. so I mean so I'm just I'm just trying to you know I'm trying to wrap my head around this characterization and the way that it makes most sense is he's he's sort of understanding the reasoning He's he's thinking like Night Scream because he used to be like Night Scream a little bit in that yeah. you know in that type of situation.
3: Well, maybe maybe Black Arachnia just really hates Rat Trap.
2: I mean, to be fair, Rat Trap was kind of a dick to her like back like, yeah. in
0: season three. Yeah, but she and hasn't. I just I feel like she hasn't been that kind of mean.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like also like you said. Earlier the last 5 episodes she wasn't like that the rat trap so
0: yeah she's more like she's more aloof i feel like her her like like maybe she would not save somebody or uh you know not yeah, I, I don't know if she was going to be a jerk like she would do it by by inaction or by doing what she wants to do even if she was told by other people not to do it um she's not going to she's not going to just insult people no yeah no,
1: no. no i agree um one of the things that happens while uh cheetor happens to tackle rat trap is as it turns out the the top of rat trap's head is like a vr visor i guess you could say and it drops over rat trap's face and he starts to see a video playback of uh inside megatron citadel and he sees they, megatron you know, didn't getting see damaged. they did now no um and he's like Megatron was was damaged. He's like he, you know, he's kind of right for the picking. We could probably attack him and and you know take him out and end this whole thing right now. And Cheetor, you know, just orders him back into his beast mode and says that Optimus isn't even, you know, he's nowhere near fit for battle.
3: And Maximals don't uh, take out unarmed uh, adversaries. Did he even just, mention yes. that at this point? Yeah, I think he, I think. I think he, like, even says that about his plan, like, he's totally helpless and we can just take him out, and he's like, Max- that's not the, ma- you know, like, Maximals don't do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much the only...
0: Like, I don't think
2: they ever mention
3: it here.
0: I Yeah, I didn't think that was in that yeah. scene.
3: I thought it was
2: in... I I, I I just rewatched it with the sound turned up, and I did not hear that line. I just heard huh. Cheetor being, like, a dick for no reason.
1: Huh. <laughs> and then they yeah. shut the lights off on Trap. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, oh, I thought it was here. Okay.
0: I no, know they talk about like- it. They talk about it later cuz Trap calls him out on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. his reasoning is
2: just like Optimus is hurt and we don't want to just leave him here, but they could just like
0: if Rattrap sucks so much, leave him here and then go kill Megatron like whatever. <laughs> but, or or <laughs> go mean, after him <laughs> with the other 3 of you. L- like leave Black Arachnia there like you did earlier. Yeah. If yeah. If, Meg- if Megatron is truly completely helpless, mhm.
1: Yeah, which he, so, he kinda is. So yeah. yeah. So the she then, doesn't want to
0: trust him. I guess maybe not Yeah, yeah. Him, but, I think that's know. what it. I think that's what it is. I think the- Cheetor uh, doesn't. Yeah, doesn't believe Rat Trap because my yeah. Cheetah
2: Precog didn't pick that up at all. This is bullshit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we then cut to to Cheetor, Black Arachnia, and Nightstream, who are all sort of you know bad mouthing rat Trap are like, ah, oh. it's like we've been having to watch after him while he's in been in beast mode. And now we have to look after him in robot mode too. Cause he doesn't have any weapons or anything. He's not going to be able to help us at all. Um, and rat trap is sort of snuck in behind some rocks and he's listening in and he doesn't take too kindly to any of that, of course. So he sort of makes mention, well, time for this rat to go solo. And so from here, we then cut to uh, Megatron, who sort of, you know, he's certainly not doing so well at this point. Uh, The drones are all pretty much incapacitated. His, um, except for Guilty Spark, who's, you know, still fluttering around. I'm giving him a bit of a status update as he's sort of leaning against a counter of one of the consoles that he's got. Uh, he says that the drones are all out of commission. There's no powers planet wide, and it's going to take cycles for his generals to be active again and for his power to be restored also.
0: Yeah. he needs to call AEP.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we do get a scene where it sort of zooms in on thrust who's in one of the CR chambers and we see his face and it's like sort of sparking a little bit. Um,
0: so, so this brings up a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do the maximals not have CR chambers now?
1: I don't believe so. I don't
0: think so. So, yeah, that's a that's a big well, thing. The city is pretty
3: much uh empty uh for the most part. They might be able to just like, you know, cuz I'm guessing like a CR chamber is just like for recharging and stuff like that as well. They might just be able to like break into some of public areas or get into public areas well, they, they might aren't have it. for
2: Optimus Primal right now.
3: Yeah. But Yeah. The other thing is that now that they're techno, like truly a techno organic, I guess they can do things that uh, organics can too to heal themselves, which is rest. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Well, that's what they. That's what they could do in beast wars. They could do that too. They could. They could. They would repair while they were in beast mode to some extent. But like, if somebody got halfway blown to bits, that's going to be a problem if they don't have uh, CR chambers. And if it yeah. and if they don't and if they don't address that, then the show might I might turn on this show.
3: <laughs> okay. We we'll keep an eye out.
1: Mm-hmm. Well yeah. Um we're a little over halfway through this episode now. So why don't we take a really quick break and then we'll get back to it and we'll finish it up and then we'll do our news posts and questions.
0: Instead of taking yeah. a break five minutes before the end of the episode like we have been.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. So, picking up where we left off, we've got uh, Megatron, who's not looking too uh, great at this point. And he's sort of resolved to his fate, as he's sort of expecting an attack from the Maximals. Uh, but as it turns out, uh, just one Maximal, because <laughs> Rattrap shows up. And this is where we get the the line, ah, this is how the world ends, not with a bang. But with what was the line? Lo- what was the, was, the last one? Simpering, simpering rodent. Simpering rodent. Yeah, yeah. And Rat trap, uh, of course, isn't too keen on that. He's like, yeah, well, my buddies are here, and I could call them right now, and we could well, just finish you off.
3: Doesn't he ask for the noisemakers before he call, tries to tries to attack him instead? Mm-hmm. And that's when he and then he's like, I'll call my buddies if you
0: try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but right. but it's like. <laughs> He, says, I know, it's, he it's, calls them noisemakers. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I literally – I had to watch the episode a second time to understand what he was talking about because <laughs> he sees the – the only reason that he knows that Megatron has this thing that he can give him is that he sees the schematics when he's, like, hacking the computers earlier in the episode. But I was like, what – how does Megatron even know what he's talking about with noisemakers?
2: Because well, noisemakers is a generic term for weapons.
0: Yeah, I was I've gonna say.
3: I was gonna say, Megatron understands space, New, New Jersey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I've never, I've never heard weapons be called noisemakers. That's
1: I've heard it before. It,
0: it, I, 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 I think I've heard it too. But
3: literally, I think it was in like a gangster movie. So, mm-hmm. so it is a kind
0: of an archaic term. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's not like I, I had not to get context clues.
1: Which movie, Jordan?
0: Dick Tracy. The Dick Tracy. Tracy movie.
1: Oh, it, that might have been it, actually. You saw that movie as a kid. Yeah. Um, so we get a bit of a back and forth between Megs and Rat Trap here because Megatron's like, oh, well, I could just relieve you of the burden of your beastly existence and extract your spark. And then Rat Trap's like, yeah, well, then I could just call my friends on this little distress beacon thing that I've got here. And they, you know. Megatron's like, well, if that was the case, then you would have done so already, and sort of calls Rattrap out on it. and Yeah, calls his bluff. Yeah. Um, so they manage to, you know, discuss things a bit more, and Rattrap is like, yeah, well, you've got something I want. He's like, and I know that you're not really in the best of, you know, sorts right now. So they strike a deal where uh, Rattrap will guard Megatron for the night. In exchange for this mech suit that he wants and they sort Megatron sort of like it, especially, you know, puts in the caveat that no max, I'm like no harm from any Maximals whatsoever. Otherwise the deal is null and void, so to speak. So,
0: so what, and, um, uh, what I want to oh, know sorry, is what I want to know is what is rat traps end game here? Like, is he planning well, on taking the mech suit and using it against Megatron or is he? Or is he going to be his own faction and just like kind of go off on his own, but with the mech suit? Like I, I think he just wants weapons. From yeah. yeah, I think I think that's the, the main purpose: weapons.
1: just having the the weapons
3: and then like show it in the face, like haha, I got all these weapons now.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I honestly though though I kind of see that Rat Trap was planning on playing this the entire time mm-hmm. because you know, like, like 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 we said, he went off on his own. They don't know he's there. They and they they didn't believe him. So he probably figured like, hey, you know, just one night of sitting around uh, in the mech suit, and I'm fine.
0: Yeah, but like,
1: uh, the Megatron keeps his word.
0: But like, let's let's say let's say Megatron lets him walk away with the mech suit. Mm-hmm. If he can't go back to the Maximals, because Megatron will be able to, to track that mech suit.
1: More than likely yeah.
0: and and he if he goes he i mean he could go off on his own, I suppose, which is you know that's yeah. a thing, but again, Megatron could like switch off the mech suit with his M- Viacon powers. it's like the only yeah. way that, I mean the only way that Trap would get to keep the mech suit is if he full on joins Megatron
3: pretty much, yeah. Well,
0: there is some potential well, it, as well. Meg- that Megatron maybe...
2: claims that he can take it, and maybe Matros is stupid enough to think that there wouldn't be a tracker in it. Which I mean isn't
3: typical of him,
2: but lots or of things he would be. He he might
3: just... be thinking that any like uh, override or anything that he that Megatron put in there, he can override. Like he can just yeah, take, he can hack it. Take, take yeah, take it apart, put it back together, and all that stuff there. So maybe he's just uh, thinking he's better. He's a he'll be better than you know. and be able to do that.
1: Yeah. That thought had crossed my mind as well, that, you know, he'd be able to try and scan it and find any sort of tracking device or control device and try and neutralize it with the abilities that he has at his disposal, so...
0: Because, I mean, this episode basically establishes that all of the ViaCon technology is powered by, like, Megatron's hair. (laughs) (laughs) So... I mean, this so is like, it, yeah, it, it, I mean, it, you would, it just doesn't, it doesn't really, it would have been nice if they sort of explained what rat trap was planning on doing. I, I think this, yeah, this show actually does suffer from not enough exposition. I think mm-hmm. a lot. I so. just find
1: it funny. Now we have a, something similar to like the Samson of transformers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because his hair wires, like yeah, I yeah, got gotcha. The longer it
1: is, the stronger I get. No I mean, wonder, no wonder he's always up in the ceiling and comes down. He, you know, he's like Rapunzel now.
0: <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's how Samson got his strength. Is because his hair was so long it touched the ground, and it would they were actually wires that used geothermal energy.
1: Oh, ah. he
0: was hacking the planet. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Okay, yep. so so in other words. Rat Trap uh, is gonna hack the thing. That's that's actually the best that's the best headcanon. Is yeah. he's either he's either gonna go off on his own or he'll rejoin the Maximals. He just needed the he just needed the ship and he can and he can hack it with his tail. Okay. Yeah.
1: That, yeah. yeah. That, like he he's probably of the mind that he already knows that Megatron would more than likely try and double cross him or something. So he's trying to be prepared for that and probably yeah. thinks that he can try and you know, avoid it.
3: And there was, like, a... During, like, them hashing out this deal, there is actually some little bit of negotiations, too. Like, Rat Trap specifically makes sure that he says that he gets to leave if he wants to uh, in one piece. Like, you know, like, he can't... Like, he can't just, like, let him go a few feet Mm -hmm. and then attack or anything like that, or that Mm -hmm. he has to keep him alive and, and, you know, in pain or or nearly beaten to death, but he has to be just left alone to leave.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so... He was pretty good in, in, you know, making sure that if everything went smoothly, that he would he would be okay. Like he seemed to be trying to dot the i's and cross the t's, so to speak, in regards to the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we cut to Ratrap, who now has this mech suit, and he's flying around the citadel. He lands in front of Megatron, and we see all these weapons that sort of pop out of the body. He shoots one of the platforms, and it explodes, and Megatron, you know, sort of cringes a little bit. Rat Trap seems pretty impressed with it, or at least pretty happy with it. Um, Megatron sort of reminds him, you know, no damage through the night, and it's yours, and, you know, our deal is a deal.
2: That's actually just fucking shot him here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, don't trust the rat. Um,
2: (laughs) He's thinking about it, clearly. Oh, Yeah. yeah.
1: Because they sort of have a little bit of a face-off. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it seems that just as... Maybe there might be something at, starting to escalate. trap. then hears a voice in Churnoff, sure Night nice Scream, Cheetor, and Black Arachnia are in the Citadel asking him what he's doing. Rattrap, I will say
2: about this scene coming up, is that this, it's
0: shot cool.
1: And yeah, like the, the, the lighting in it is lot. pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, so of- I think we have another missing scene. I think that... Uh, uh, rat, we the we had the scene that we that was this must have happened during the commercial break. We had the okay. scene where Rat Trap did his I- internal monologue. This is why the fourth and fifth laws of, laws of robotics are so important. That's that's <laughs> why there's no exposition because they're they're now bioorganic. They're not robots anymore. Mm. So no fourth and fifth laws. Okay, so we'll so forget about that. The other scene that we missed is the oh crap, Rat Trap has ran off. Where could he be? He must have gone yeah. to face Megatron on his own. Oh, no, we got to go rescue him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because they just appear out of nowhere and we're like, uh, well, they weren't really that concerned about him originally. And now all of a sudden they show up. And I think they're a little taken aback because they were anticipating that Rattrop was probably going to be either held prisoner or dead or in some state of suffering or something along those lines. So they do seem a bit surprised when they see him in this big old mech suit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're questioning, you know, what are you doing? You know, there's Megatron. We need to finish him off. Yeah. And Trap is like, no, you guys need to leave. He's like, to which, you know, Blackarachnia is a bit perplexed. And Night Scream, of course, is being a bit more of a brat. He's like, look, there's Megatron. He's damaged. He's like, we can take him out right now. So he jumps up. And Rat Trap tells him to stop. And this is where we get the really... I'm probably going to use this image as the image for the episode, but it's like the... We've got the red background. Yeah. And it's just Rat Trap's silhouetted face. And it looks red really... red is his
2: color, too.
1: Yeah. And it looks really, really good. Um, but Night Scream is approaching, and Rat Trap is sort of like, you know, he, he's... Bit hesitant, but then he winds up shooting Night Scream. Like he wa- he shoots one of his energy cannons and hits Night Scream. Um, then it cast to Black, and I. This is where we would have had a commercial. And when we get back, Night Scream is sort of gathering himself back up. Now, normally, what as we've seen in previous episodes, when somebody would have been hit with a blast like that, they would have transformed back into Beast Mode. But he's still in Robot Mode, apparently. So I guess Brad- a Prodigy. Yeah.
0: he did he did transform very quickly (laughs) um also i I, this episode like rat trap has been able to transform very easily every time in this episode Mm -hmm. like like so like i mean he even like accidentally said the catchphrase and it caused him to transform earlier Mm -hmm. like like it's it's a little it's a little weird especially if he's like you know, fuck you guys. I'm only going to worry about myself. And then he can, he's still fine at transforming. It's a, it's a little bit weird. Um, I mean, I think the rules for when you can transform and when you can't transform, I just like, they're kind of arbitrary. They're kind of have to do with having a calm mind. And it does make sense that like, you could be like, okay, so the time that I didn't, I was not thinking of myself. I, you know, so he was like, okay, I'll just clear my mind and not think about myself for a second. And then I'll be, transformed um yeah. you know but yeah they also might be i also wonder if they're gonna move away from the like constant oh i lost focus for a second now i'm a beast thing yeah. which which they i think has been a little bit overdone in the last mm-hmm. in the last few episodes
1: it yeah. does
3: seem a little bit that they are getting there and like on purpose there like they show like the training that black Arachnea and cheetor were doing last episode and stuff like that just basically showing them how to be able to focus while they're fighting or anything like that, so they can remain in beast form without, you know, basically doing that whole like, oh no, uh, I didn't think I didn't think that through, and now I'm an animal again.
0: Well, and like yeah. controlling, sort of controlling their emotions, so they they have that yeah. emotion, they know that emotion is there, but they're not letting it. They're not letting it take over. I mean, it yeah. is. It does make sense that it would be a muscle, like that. It would be. Of of course, the fact that it's the fact that that uh, Night Scream is the one that, of course, maybe Night Scream has his own rules. I don't know.
1: Maybe,
3: yeah, because it was Primal that reformatted him, not the Oracle.
1: Oh, that's true too.
3: Primal's better at it. (laughs) I'm not gonna say he's
2: a prodigy. That's why he he didn't you know get blasted Mm. because of transforming
1: at least. So we we get a bit of a. It's not really a. Big battle or anything like that, but Black Arachnia manages to zap Rat Trap's mech. Uh, Calls him a traitor. Yeah, um, I mean he gets zapped, but he seems to take the shots pretty well, and then starts you know shooting back and backing the rest of the Maxwells up. He hasn't really damaged them at all. He backs them up towards the door, and uh, so once they're back out in the hall, rather than like the hall of the Citadel like the sort of antichaper of the Citadel itself. Um, they're arguing back at the Force still. Night Scream shoots his sort of energy-draining mouthpiece, I guess you could say. Yeah, I,
2: okay, so I thought it was a beam, but it literally answers him just shooting his teeth, and that's fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't um, like it.
1: Yeah. It doesn't really seem to do anything to Rat Trap though, when he does it. And then Cheetor tries attacking, and, and Rattrap, I guess, has a shield on the mech also, and it bounces the blast back at Cheetor, and they all manage to avoid it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so Rattrap still looks kind of upset. He's like, look, just leave. We, we don't have to do this. Just just turn around. You don't know what's going on here. Just just go. And then Cheetor throws one of his swords at Rattrap, and Rattrap manages to shoot it and cause it to explode. We then turn our attention back to Megatron As he's back at full strength I think he gets back up to like 80% strength And yeah, power starts coming back online basically rebooting up yeah. And he's got a couple of his screens floating now He sends them out to Trap And he's sort of talking through the screen to Trap, Saying, see, I've been understanding I've been listening to what you've been saying Whereas your friends here Haven't even given you the benefit of the doubt They've just been attacking you He's like, you know, if you come to my side, you can be great and I can you can be respected. You can be t- you don't have to feel the way that you feel with these, you know, with your supposed friends. They don't, you know, they Join don't the dark side. Yes. This is um, your
3: evil shoulder angel.
1: Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Rattrap is getting pretty upset. He's, you know. Unleashing a few more of the weapons on everybody. There's explosions going off. And he's Finally. punctuating
3: with some of the things they were saying when they were bad-mouthing him yes. by his back to, yeah. you know, being a burden and useless uh, robot form kind of thing. And he's throwing it back at them.
0: And cut him out kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So so this is something – this is uh, – that scene earlier where they were all bad-mouthing Rat Trap and Rat, and he, like, saw them. This is a scene that, like – you know, I thought I thought he was gonna make a wish that he had never been born and then have to see what life would be like if Rat Trap never existed.
1: <laughs> um
0: but have been fitting
1: for the time of year.
0: But uh like like it's
3: Comes a fact running through the middle of Cybertropolis. Hello, you old Cy- cybertropolis bank. Hello <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that's I mean that's you know that's a bit that happens a lot where like the person overhears people saying mean things about them, but usually when they leave like the the conversation turns and they you know they soften the people soften what they said that yeah. didn't really happen in this episode nope. like and there wasn't yeah no. I mean there could have been like a flashback or a explanation or whatever like nobody really ever does anybody ever apologize to rat trap
1: nope. nope. You know what I was kind of hoping to have seen in that scene was Night Scream's talking and bashing Rat Trap and Black Arachne is doing a bit of bashing also. I really would have liked to have seen Cheater like try and stick out for him a little bit, but even he sort of got in on it.
0: Yeah, like he yeah. said, say like, "Oh, they're
2: our friend and we can't abandon them." Yeah, but he didn't disagree with them either. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I yeah. mean, like, I mean, like you because basically they were saying they were saying we should just kick him out and leave him to die. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, 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 according to what we know, there are five, five, six people of our entire race still alive. Let's, let's let one of them get murdered. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like who, who just because he's just because he doesn't have guns. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. I know that's I know that's like from earlier in the episode but I wanted to bring that up. No, here. I mean like you're not you
1: yeah. Know, yeah. No, you're without. certainly not wrong. Um so just after Ratchet uh makes mention of is it he says something like you guys thought I was useless or something or you guys thought I well, didn't have any believed power.
3: In me. Yeah, he yes. basically finishes off and then, and yes. off with, and then he, Optimus he appears. None of you ever believed in me.
1: And Optimus appears and he says, I believe in you. And you can tell that he's very weak. He, he's barely able to, to walk out to, to be able to address Rattrap. And we get a bit of a back and forth between sort of like Angel and Devil sort of on the shoulders, so to speak, as Optimus is talking to him, the Megatron is mm-hmm. talking to him, and back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, though, Rattrap uh, sort of makes up his mind and he turns... Uh, and actually Megatron has come out of the antechamber at this point he's sort of like trying to address Rat Trap himself face to face but in sort of like the climax of it uh, Rat Trap turns the mech, like the torso of the mech and we see the sun starting to rise in the background and he's like well my, I have fulfilled my end of the deal he's like I've considered your offer I'm going to stick with with the Maximals and actually over the course of the conversation too um optimus makes mention that
3: he's stronger than he yeah, realizes Rattrap is stronger than st- even stronger he than any thinks. of them realize and he yes. says that to the others too and like.
1: they sort of get like a bit of a guilty look on their face which i think yeah. was well deserved yes you a little bit of pie there um
0: yeah i mean i feel like i feel like honestly a- a- any of the maximals can fight the vehicons like can just uh, in a yeah, straight yeah. fight punch each other. Like, yeah. but rat trap is the only one who has like superior tech skills. He's the yeah. only so one he's that can, yeah. he's the R2D2 of the group. He can
1: plug his tail yeah. into anything.
2: He's a support role and it's important.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like black arachnia tried to hack into the ship oh. in one of the previous episodes. And she nearly got her entire memory bank, like red. So, obviously, I mean, she was a bit of a techie in Beast Wars, but here, obviously, that's not played up nearly as much. And Rattrap has take, taken on, like you said, em, the the support role. He's the tech of the group, and nobody seems to really understand that.
3: I, um, I've got other things I want to say, but I want to save that for the end of the episode.
1: Yeah. So, um, we get Rattrap. He transforms back into his rat form and hops out of the mech. Uh, yeah, like
3: at s- one point, doesn't like Megatron says, you know, you know, the author still stands. You'd make a ve- great Beacon. Yes, and he's like, not from where I'm standing.
1: Yes, and that's sort of where the where we got the bit of sounding like Silverbolt too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the generals come out now because they've been healed, and as the Maximals are walking away, uh, Megatron surprisingly uh, decides not to attack, and is like, well, no, he he lived up to, to his end, so I'll live up to mine. And so we see the Maximals sort of walking well, off also into the like distance.
3: kind of, like, say something like it was a fair play, like they played <laughs> yes. their hands
2: well. Yeah. And, like, I mean, honestly, like, it's not a bad idea because, like, he's still kind of winning at this point. And also, if, if he's shown to, like, keep his word, he can use that later.
1: Exactly. Yeah, he's got leverage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's already, if anything has... If anything has been gained for Megatron, is that he's managed to sow some seeds of discontent into the group,
3: and Actually. show and show that he does he's not just going to be out gunning for them. He has yeah. some kind of plan and reasoning, which means that he that's that he and also he's viable for bargaining. Like he's mm-hmm. he's letting himself seem that he can make bargains, he can make deals. He's not a psychopathic, one-track-minded uh, mm-hmm.
0: despot. Well, at least he's trying not to appear as such, but he, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's definitely uh, he's calmed down in this way. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I kind of feel like he, he's sort of to go along with the, uh, you know, all organic things are immoral and terrible. Like he's sort of being portrayed uh, as a, a crit, you know, he's kind of crazy, but he's also got like warped values. And we may see yes. I, I'm hoping that we see them go, you know, go on uh and because this is, you know, this is a uh, the the show is supposed to be about a battle between extremism and and uh imbalance. And mm-hmm. so um having the having the character who is trying so hard to be an to be an extremist, to be pure, but you know, can't but still has this shred of you know, he still has this shred of orga- organic life in him, so he still has a chance to to be ba- to be balanced. And then giving him, you know, giving him this this little bit of this little bit of ethics that shows, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he has some
1: some very slim chance of being redeemed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like pretty much that's, this is the end of the episode here, is them sort of walking off into the sunset, and Megatron's like, nope, he played his hand, he played it well, and that's the end of it.
3: Yeah, he and off, he ends with it that, yeah, the primal's right, I am stronger than than you think.
2: Yeah. And here's one thing that I wanted to say, too, was, when I said earlier, like, Megatron kind of gets something out of this, the Maximals don't get anything out of this. Nope. Like,
1: nope. it's Not kind of thing.
2: pointless. Like, everything that happened... Mm-hmm. Was kind of
1: pointless. Rat Trap mm-hmm. didn't gain anything. Yeah, like he didn't get his weapons. Like, he didn't take the mech suit with him.
3: Well, oh. I was gonna say Rat Trap is the only one who gained something, and that's and it's more of like some kind of like
1: self worth, I guess. Self worth
3: yeah. and for, you know like sense of peace of, of mind of like under of coming up to terms with what he can yeah. and can do. So yeah. like I
2: the mean, whole, he's the one. whole deal, deal was just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I also I just think the whole deal is kind of a, a bad scene because like he he hasn't. He gets comments, but he could have gone without this shitty deal that like he has to fight his friends for a bit, not win the war, and not get a mech suit. Like he could have just took a mech suit. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, like maybe it would have a tracker device in it, but he could like rip a weapon off it
0: or something and like, give himself a pistol. Like I don't know. Like- well, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, we've established previously that you can't take shortcuts, and the mech suit mm-hmm. would have been a shortcut to the kind of strength that he wants, not the kind not his true inner strength and his his true potential.
2: I guess yeah. that thing makes
1: sense, yeah. Yeah. See, I liked I really liked the dynamic between Megatron and Rat Trap in this episode. Um and really the thing that that sort of like what you mentioned earlier, Kendall, is we're not seeing Megatron in his crazy like I'm going to destroy all organic sort of thing like he was he was down and out like he knew that if the Maximals had a came right then and there when he was at his lowest he would have been done for but thankfully in a stroke of luck he just had to deal with rat and he managed to navigate it in a sense that he still won a little bit in the end even if it wasn't a full victory he still managed to get a little bit of one on him.
0: So, you, but, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. You know what just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Megatron wasn't at full power when the sun was coming up, because because if if it was a straight fight between uh what what is it five Maximals and four viacon and, and Megatron and his three Viacons, mm-hmm. he's he, you know he doesn't necessarily he has the Viacon generals there. Maybe the drones aren't like fully, fully charged or fully available. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe he's not actually like, maybe he realized that in a straight fight at that moment Mm -hmm. with all the Maximals at their most United, if he had pushed his advantage and attacked them and not let them leave, he might not have won. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's part of the reason that he let them, that he let them walk away as well. That's
1: certainly possible. Yeah. Like, I think he saw that he was in a pretty bad spot even with him coming back online and whatnot, if he didn't have some way to sort of barter his way out of it, it probably would have ended for him that night. So yeah. if I mean, it very well could have ended, but, you know, Trap sort of needed to know where he stood. And I think at the at that point, just with everything that had transpired with the rest of the Maximals and whatnot, it, it it played out somewhat how I like to have seen it go, and yeah. we sort of get this—not maniacal, but scheming. So, and not even like a tyrannical scheming, but like more of a, a calculated, almost scheming for Megatron. Like it's very, very downplayed how he was in that ep- in this episode. I found, but it was so much more effective than I think we've seen in a lot of times with him. Like even in Beast Wars, like it, it's. I think he was a really effective villain in this episode. Like he managed to save his own skin and managed to, you know, sow some discontent into the ranks.
0: And also, I, I also think that the Maximals not pushing their advantage, you know, the Maximals knowing to walk away for mm-hmm. the same reason. I mean, at that point, the two teams, are, neither one is at there is at a hundred percent, but they are probably pretty evenly matched. So yep. if, if so it's possible that they could have fought to the death there and ended things right there, but neither mm-hmm. side was co- would have been confident that they would have like neither side would have been the favorite in that fight. No. So, so there's no, you know, so better to better to live to fight another day when you actually have an advantage and push that advantage as mm-hmm. opposed to just, as opposed to just, you know, closing your eyes and hope for the best.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you, what did you guys think of the episode overall?
3: I I kind of mm. liked it. I mean, yeah, bad I mean, odd characterization aside. Yeah. yeah. I do think the the showcase of uh of Megatron and Trap here was a real, real was a like a great scene. Like it was a great, great arc. Yeah. Um I'm I don't know, like uh, at least so like at least you know half the episode I really did enjoy. The other Max shitting on Rat Trap,
1: not so much. Yeah, I, it's almost like one half of the episode was really good, and then the first half was, you know, I would have. I think the stuff that we had sort of covered that we would have liked to have seen, I think, would have made the first half of the episode a lot better. Yeah. Um,
2: I kind of feel like it just felt weird, like something about it felt rushed. Like when I, when the episode ended, I was like, oh, that was the ending. Gotta like, know just. Yeah kind of had a weird pacing to it weird like atmosphere to it i did like um the uh the silhouette shots
3: like yes, they're yeah. the
2: visually were really nice and i and i did notice that when we were watching for the second time for this review um that the background is the same kind of red as rat traps transformation so it's like mm-hmm. his color yeah. yeah so that's kind of interesting too it also reminded me of the donkey kong country like bonus <laughs> levels which are fun <laughs> um returns ones rather i'm not sure i don't think they had that in the original documentary but yeah um yeah i know it was it wasn't my favorite it wasn't the worst or anything but it just kind of just felt weird i don't know mm-hmm. hard to put my finger on it
0: yeah so i i've just i feel like there's like about five or six scenes that this episode needed to add like it it and i'm I'm kind of okay with it, not like because of the amount, like just the sheer number of it, like if it had been, oh, they should have explained why Rattrop wants a mech suit like if mm-hmm. if that was the only thing they needed to explain, and they could and I could have been like, oh well, if you'd to cut this fight scene by thirty seconds, you could have had that explanation, yeah well, they you know if this was the story they wanted to tell and the style that they wanted to tell it because I mean. You could always you could always shorten fight scenes because this that's Beast Machines is about extended fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know that's the whole point. You know the first five minutes has to be an action sequence, and that's fine. I mean that's that's what the show is. Um, now that we've dissected it and thought like, well, maybe this is you know maybe this is what their motivation was. Maybe this is you know there is an internal logic to the episode if you look for it. Whereas some stuff with like bad Beast Wars episodes, you know, Megatron wasn't like Megatron said, let, you know, let them go away. He wasn't like, well, I told him that I, that I'd let them go away, which means that you just can't use guns. You have to make a boulder fall on them. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, that's, that's kind of the difference between a good episode and a bad episode. And I'm also okay with cartoonish portrayals like the, you know, this sort of exaggerated portrayals of the other Maximals to Rat Trap. I, it almost felt like it was, if it had been first person. Yeah. That's another way. It was Rat Trap's view. Like, like a hundred percent. That could be, that could be how Rat Trap viewed it. You know, Mm -hmm. Rat Trap only noticed the negative comments. He, you know, if he, if they'd have shown him, yeah, like I said, if they showed him walk away and the people are, oh, but actually Rat Trap's great. You know, like, (laughs) um, uh, or, you know, or if we'd have seen the scene after he left and be like, you know, I was really mean to Rat Trap earlier. We should go find it or I should go apologize. Where is he? Oh, no, he must have gone after Megatron. Like, you know, all that stuff that we didn't see. Uh, it would have it would have it, it's it's an internal there's just I feel like there's an internal logic. I feel like that is stuff that happened, yeah. even if we didn't. And see it's it.
1: weird that we didn't get that, because, I mean, this is for all intents and purposes. This series is a Saturday morning cartoon. Like. Mm. One of the things, like, aside from, you know, let, let's face it, we're, we're, we're trying to sell toys here, of course, but at the same time, mm-hmm. there's normally some sort of a lesson that's conveyed over the course of the 22 minutes that you get in an episode, and I feel like, you know, it's not the standard, oh, don't be a dick, you know, good things happen if you're a good person, we don't get that this episode, they were a dick, they don't apologize, <laughs> yet... Rat Trap still sides with them in the end, mm-hmm. and he sort of understands his place a bit better. Now, we do get Optimus who, you know, comes back and is like, you know, I believe in you, which I thought was a nice moment for him. But for the most part, the rest of them were dicks, and they don't really, aside from like a little get guilt trip that they get from Optimus, they don't really get any comeuppance and they don't apologize, which is not something you would normally see in a children's show.
0: Yeah, I just think they I just think they ran out of time for for some yeah. of that stuff. I also the the other thing that's that's really a nice touch is they decided at at some point they decided we're, it's we're gonna make it hard for Rat Trap to transform. Probably hmm. they were the, here's here's my sort of thought. Like so, Hasbro independently designs the toys, and they have to design you know they have so they have to design the CGI versions to be relatively similar to the toys. Also, yeah. we already know what rat trap is like. And when they decided, you know, you got to have your inner chi, whatever, you know, you're self-centered in order to transform a eh, self-centered. That's not what I mean, but <laughs> self-centered. Yeah. You got to You know, you've got to be, you know, you've got to clear your mind and all that stuff in order to transform. And they were like, well, which character, because, because it makes sense then to have one character who can't transform as quickly, it's like, well, which yeah. character would that be? Well, it's got to be Rat Trap, just based on their, you know, based on what we've what we've experienced. And then they're like, okay, so we're gonna have five episodes of build up for, and they're like, oh crap, it's this. This is the design, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And well, so, s- okay, okay,
2: okay. about the toys, I will save it like you like nothing with the toys. That's true. Well I, mean, I don't think I don't think the toys played that much into the designs. Wasn't that a thing where like, they designed the characters without any of the toy stuff and the toy stuff just had to like, had to, like figure it out? I thought that I was have,
1: a, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like now they just Like Raph looks like like completely because of the showrunners and not because of the toys, is what I'm saying. Okay. So Sorry I, so I kinda of jammed out. Well,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh... <laughs> But I, see I where, mean he has he looks I I mean aside from the aside from the wheels like he has feet but aside from the wheels he looks pretty similar unless that's a different unless the one I'm looking at is a different No uh, I mean
2: it it doesn't look as similar as
0: the original series at the very least and Right like, well I mean the point I mean but they're they there's a little bit I th- I they must have they must have s- at least seen the toys Yeah no I mean there's a there's a difference but I mean, especially his beast mode looks exactly like the 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 cartoon, but um I mean there's got to be some some connection. he's not gonna he's not gonna turn into a total badass. also I mean, rat trap is not gonna turn his robot form is not gonna make him look like a badass like mm-hmm. that's you know so it's gonna be anticlimactic when you see his robot form, and so because of that, they had to give him you know sort of a him being mad that he doesn't look cooler. Episode, I think, is kind of a is a good is a good narrative choice given the sort of given the limitations of the nature of the show and, and just where the you know sort of where the story took them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, I mean, it, it it was definitely interesting, and also this built because I was thinking about that before we started recording too. When when I remember watching this as a kid, I thought it was a really really slow build up to to finally getting. Rat Trap to transform because this is seven episodes in and they were showing these once a week on Saturdays. So that was literally almost two months that you're waiting to finally see Rat Trap transform Mm -hmm. without any help, without any problems. Finally he does it. He has that breakthrough and it just felt almost felt a little too long. Just a little when I was a kid. But you know, overall I think looking back
0: Oh no. We lost Greg again. Did I lose everybody? Uh, Can everybody hear me?
1: I can hear you. you. Okay, Okay. I think
0: it just came back. I think you said overall,
1: and then it cut out. Okay. Oh no. Um, but I mean, overall, I found looking back on it now, I can I have a bit more appreciation for the episode than what I did when I was a kid. So, it is what it is.
0: It does. It does feel like this show is willing to take its time. In mm-hmm. a way that uh, that a lot of other shows aren't, and I actually really appreciate that they've kept, you know, they've kept the cast relatively small. They've, I mean, you know, they've slowly they've slowly rolled in characters. You know, that started out a very small cast, and then yeah, taking their time with the uh, with the rat trap. It really feels like it's been an arc. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't just you know two or three sporadic episodes; like it's been consistent the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think was that was an intentional thing that they wanted to do, but it also doesn't feel like I'm getting bombarded by mythology the way that some of the some of the later episodes of Beast Wars were.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, suppose we should move on to our news posts and our questions. Ah, uh, as always, our news post this week is provided to us by Lady K Hirsch or at Lady K Hirsch on Twitter. Uh, Casey. Uh, goes on to say, hey, y'all, this week Megatron infected me with a transformation virus that has transformed my stomach from a food receptacle into a food projectile launching device.
2: Oh, no. Yeah, you get so,
1: better. Yeah. So I'm going to keep things short and sweet, as has been the case the last few news posts. This week is all about crossovers. First up is a LOL follow-up I threw in for our visionary leader, Greg. Oh, <laughs> remember those Transformers versus Visionaries covers I shared a while back? Well, artist Brendan Cat is—I think—is Cathill, uh okay. will be doing the retailer incentive covers for the series and posted the RI cover issue one on his Twitter. She provides us with a link. Uh, she goes I on. To, like
3: it, by the way. Like yeah, I said, it has, so it has 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 Grumpy uh, Cuff in it. it. And
1: has Grumpy Cuff,
3: and uh, it's actually kind of interesting because I, I just wanted. To, the visionary redesign, where the the hologram that, you know, they that had, like in the old toys, it used to be like almost the entire chest, right? It's more like yes. a badge in this design, yeah. which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Um, in it, we see Cup as, a, as well as a redesigned Lyric, who seems to be embracing that lion aesthetic instead of his previous boring white guy in armor aesthetic. Any thoughts, y'all? Like you said, Jordan, uh, I like the the redesign also i i think it's a lot better not having like an entire chest or torso area that's covered in hologram design yeah because
3: without if the light doesn't hit right it's just a black square
1: oh exactly yeah
3: this is the cover we're looking at
1: yeah
2: yeah it looks looks fine yeah (laughs) i don't really know the visionaries at all but cup looks cool
1: no it looks pretty good i think
2: yeah it's good art
1: so up next is this commercial crossover between Transformers and the G-Shock watch brand in Japan. <laughs> and she provides us with a YouTube link. We all watched it earlier. Um, it's it was a very action-packed yes.
2: watch ad where a yeah. watch fights some meteors and looks a lot like Optimus Prime.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, it, it's a commercial where a G-Shock G-Steel watch transforms into an Optimus Prime-looking mofo, according to Casey. Uh, apparently, this was made for G-Shock's 35th anniversary. There's not going to be any actual toy or even like a Transformers-themed watch, though. So who cares? Uh, unless one of you does for some reason, then feel free to care to your heart's content. Uh, I I don't think any of us really care because I don't think any of us could probably afford one of these watches.
3: I was going to say it's still Casio, though, and they made yeah. those sneak. They made made the sneak. Uh, calculator wristwatches so
1: yeah that's true <laughs> um in much cooler news uh, takara put out a neat new video promoting the transformers x street fighter crossover toy line we talked about before she provides us with a video for that also this video is pretty cool it's still
2: street
1: fighter Endola's experiment
0: okay read the post out it, it'll be cool because there's music over here <laughs> music. That <laughs> um, it's coming through fine on my end that's the recording
1: Kesey <laughs> <laughs> um, goes on to say still don't plan on picking any of these up but it'd certainly be fun to get some s- stands and put them in poses from the games like that for the display
3: yeah, they do that in the special itself. Like, yeah. sometimes they have the... Yeah, when it Sprite, like, doing
2: special move, yeah. and it would switch to the toy, and it was really cute. And I, I, I would love the Kemi-I-C one.
1: I love that one, actually. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, Casey goes on to say, in another follow-up, we now have images of colored prototypes for those downtown comedy crossover figures at Tokyo Comic-Con. Uh, she does provide us with a link. And goes on to say, these things are still weird. Especially the face on the big Fort Max head. But it's that charming sort of weird I can appreciate. Uh, Finally, she says, our last... I'm surprised how big that Fort Max head is. Yeah, it's pretty huge. It's a little off-putting, I found. But that's just me. Um, Our last item for this week is another bit of news straight from Tokyo Comic Con. Takara had more new stuff to show off for their upcoming Star Wars slash Transformers crossover toys. She does provide us a link. Uh, they had previously they had the previously shown Transforming TIE Advanced X1 Darth Vader at the show in both modes. In, adi- in addition, they had a previously unseen unpainted prototype Millennium Falcon vehicle mode there, along with two un- unpainted minifigs of Han Solo and Chewbacca. Fortunately... We didn't get to see the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy's robot mode. Though based on size, she's guessing it'll be—it'll just be turning into one robot this time around. Maybe in a bizarre twist, it'll turn into Lando. He was the original <laughs> owner, after all. Uh, she goes. I would on love
3: separate. a Lando mech.
1: That would be pretty cool. <laughs> Give him a bottle of Colt 45 too. And a cape. Yes, Lando with a cape and a bo- and some booze. <laughs> I do kind of wish it was more in scale with the TIE Advance, but she also knows that would require it to be much bigger and more expensive so she understands why they went this route with it instead of the two-bot combiner of the previous Falcon toy, which I wasn't a big fan of, honestly um, She does say, I do at least wish the minifigs were in scale with the Falcon instead of with the Vader Stormtrooper minifigs that's a minor, another minor quibble. There's I can't wait. Problems with all scales. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she says I can't wait to see it in color and in robot mode. Can't be any worse than that robot mode Han Solo pictured above. Though she'll admit that Chewbacca robot mode pictured above actually isn't half bad. She asks, "What do we think that the of this reveal? What vehicle and/or character would you like to see next from this line? Now that we know it's not just a one-off." Personally, she'd like to see a transforming Tantive four that turns into Princess Leia.
0: Okay. Um, so, um, so just a quick correction. Legend has mm-hmm. it that uh, the first known uh, owners of the Millennium Falcon were ca- the smugglers Cal and Dova Brigger in uh, 48 years uh, before the Battle of Yavin. Just, just a Ooh. correction there. From a really okay. bad book called Mill- Millennium Falcon, which for <laughs> some reason I don't have. I know I owned it. I don't know why it's not on my shelf. Uh, I wish I had a Millennium Falcon. I had a, a Y wing. No, I mean tables. the. I'm talking about the book titled oh. Millennium Falcon. That's really bad. Don't oh. read it. <laughs> it's it's bad. I don't. Maybe even, that's I don't why you don't own it. So. No, I own it. I mean, I owned I it. Do. Did it? I probably <laughs> let somebody borrow. it. Owned it. Did it. I mean I I bought it from the store and I read it I probably let somebody borrow it. Yeah, I probably let somebody borrow it cuz I didn't I didn't I have a policy with my Star Wars novels that I do not like sell them back to the bookstore like mm-hmm. I like I would with many other books that I would do, you know, sell it to the used bookstore cuz I want to have a shelf that has lots of Star Wars novels on it so I can show people that I'm smarter than them. <laughs>
1: Um, but as far as, I think we've, I, I want to say, I think we've seen just about every single vehicle that can be made into a vehicle as a transformer throughout Star Wars, or at least all the ones that I want to see. So, I mean, we even got a transforming Death Star for that matter.
0: Okay, there it is. Yeah, I, I, I see want
1: it. The, the speeder,
2: the speeder from like, uh, on Endor, that thing into a transformer. Oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> So I did a deep dive, which is what I was doing before we started, and everything about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see them go to Star War, to the Star Wars properties that aren't just Star Wars, the three, the well, the prequel movies, ch- movies or whatever. Like I want to see something like uh, the Ghost with Her- Harrison Dula, maybe. Although that's a little bit. Oh, the that would be pretty cool. But or it could be just like the little cockpit one, or maybe uh, something from Rogue One you know like one of the shipmates there. Oh, like there, the U-wing? Yeah. Yeah, or
2: that'd be cool. or, or podracer.
0: Pod Rogue they, One <laughs> merchandise. I Podrace transform is sick. I, <laughs> I feel like I yep. feel like Rogue One merchandise is not iconic enough. Yeah. Uh, and there's too much of it. I I yeah. like that's I, I even I'm good with I'm good with uh with original trilogy stuff. I'm good with prequel trilogy stuff. I'm good with clone wars stuff even like rebels stuff. If it's, if it's something distinct or like the sequel trilogy stuff is, is, uh, is great, you know, because it's got it, it's got its own twist, but like, there's something about rogue one and I love, I love the movie, but I feel like it's like, cause it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to look like right before a new hope. So it's, it looks, so the vehicles look like, less iconic versions of Star Wars stuff. so like, like dumbed-down versions. Yeah, of yeah, or, well, or just, or just, like, like, there's, like, there's more different kinds of, of tanks or, or, yeah, mm-hmm. or ships, like the, yeah, like the U, the, what is it, the U-Wing? Is that the one that was, that's featured, or the V? Yes. Yeah, the yeah, U-Wing. Was the U-Wing. I, I'm not a, not a fan of. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and I was also gonna say, like, Ray and her bike from the first from the first mm. uh, new movie might also be kind of interesting because that that's kind of there. And then uh, and just as a side note, though, I would also like to see the uh, some for I don't know who would be for it though, but like one of the you know Lombata, uh T ford like those Imperial transports with the three wings. Oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah the you
3: know, like an
0: yeah. Emperor's personal shuttle. You could turn it well, into the Emperor. Yeah
3: yeah or but the thing is is that i also like how in rebels like they always have one and like they even lampshaded in one episode where it's like i don't know why they keep leaving these out we
0: just steal them yeah I don't remember that, but that's a good That's a one. Yeah,
3: line. I'm pretty sure it was um, Zeb who said that at some point when they were just flying away with one.
0: Um, I, I will I will say the one thing – okay, because I am not – you guys know I'm not a fan of these Star Wars Transformers. In case you missed it, I will repeat. <laughs> I did find the book for Millennium Falcon. It's on the shelf. I just couldn't see it before. Oh. So you guys can stop panicking. You don't need to send me more <laughs> copies of it or anything. Um, uh, but I want to see Mega Maid from Spaceballs. All oh, that I would that be
1: kinda cool. That would be kinda cool. <laughs>
0: that would, yeah, um, but
1: yeah, if they if they
3: go if they go like that, I would love to see some like uh random stuff too. Like and I had to look this up, but I'd like to see a T sixteen that turned into a womp rat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that'd be awesome. That's that's kind of that uh, I would I would support that.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Let me uh let me finish this uh post yeah. here. We've got one last paragraph. Uh, Casey goes on to say, All right, that's all for this week, Beasties. Apparently I lied when I said I'd keep this one brief, but I'm going to blame that on the illness. Clearly I need to be more honorable, like Megatron. Well, it keeps his word and definitely doesn't hate honor. Also, becoming unhinged definitely made him even more honorable, right? That's why he's been so honest with the Maximals and totally honored his deal with Tankor." right oh yeah absolutely so, yeah. okay that's enough of that have a great week hope you don't discover your robot modes don't have any weapons so I already you, have once again Oh, well, i <laughs> have
3: to discover
2: my robot <laughs> first
1: and there's no weapons there's I got no weapons, weapons. It's just I need to make sure I got hands that can use them <laughs> for sure yeah for anybody who's wondering what that is about check out my twitter because I posted pictures I got smacked oh, in the hand on that's
2: Saturday. That's a public thing.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hope you yeah. heals up, buddy. Yeah. Well. So, what do we have for questions this week, Jordan?
3: Uh, we just have a few. Uh, we got one from Ryan on the Facebook page, okay. and he asked, "Why do you think Rat Trap's robot mode has no weapons?" Uh, and this is what I was, what I had like other ideas there. I honestly think it's kind of reflects his character. Rat mm-hmm. Trap's one of the few people who. Well, like he says, he's a rat. He's a survivor. He's a, sca- a scavenger. He's the uh, one of the few people who is smart enough to be a- basically turn things into a weapon. Yeah. Like if you, it seems like a lot of the the when the when they transform their their weapons of what they can do are kind of based either on their personalities or, or their their beast forms. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like Black Arachnia has those webs that she can use to entangle to to. Uh, you know, move around or cover. Uh, uh, Cheetor has those blades, which are, you know, angled in such a way that they kind of cl- slice through the air almost as fast as him, you know? So, you know, you just got things and like, and Night Scream has that sonic things, which he was able to do even as a bat to begin with.
1: Yeah. See, I think it's because rat trap, um, the caveat of having his back of holding is that he can have weapons, but maybe he just hasn't looked far enough in his back yet to be able to find anything. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean he he still seems rather new to it. He might still not have figured out that what he can and can't do.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. he doesn't. I mean none of them have weapons. I mean except for Cheetor, kind. Of, I mean and kind of. Yeah, like mostly they just uh, have well, they, they have superpowers. Know, they have, yeah, 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 superpowers. I was going to say like, they don't really yeah. have weapons. So they, so maybe he just hasn't hasn't figured that out yet. But also, I mean. He's got. I mean, he's yeah. He's the tech guy. Like he's he's super hacker. He's like, yeah. the, yeah. He's yeah. the most hour. capable. He uh, he's the most capable member of the team. I think at this point. So mm-hmm. he doesn't. You know, he doesn't need weapons. Uh, Ryan also mentioned
3: uh, that he's because I when I posted on there, I was mentioning some questions about whether like uh, Rattrap was still an asshole or whatever. Uh, he also he's like also to answer your question. I don't think Rattrap. Rat Trap is the weak component rather Cheetor since he he shows he doesn't understand what a leader really means when he refuses to listen to Rat Trap.
2: Yes. Yeah, it like he doesn't do a great job on his first episode yeah. as leader. I'll tell you yeah. that.
0: Like,
3: <laughs> Agreed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's weird that this episode was called The Weak Component. I guess it I guess it's called that because everybody thinks that Rat Trap is the weak component. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a commentary that the writers think that he's the weak or canonically he's the weakness. Like Mm -hmm. it's, I guess it's just that it's just that the Maximals talk about him being weak. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
3: Anything else before we move to the next one? The component
2: was our friends along the way. (laughs) 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 Oh, in this episode
3: they surely were. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Gwyn had a couple of things to say. Uh, at, at WithSoraro on Twitter asks, what would you sell your soul to Megatron for? Uh, a crunchy... Uh, a Klondike bar.
1: Wait, no. No, oh, you'd kill oh. a man for a Klondike bar.
3: Crunchy quick Klondike bar.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: What would you do for a Klondike bar? Is that the question?
1: Uh, what no. What no. would you exactly. sell your soul to Megatron for?
2: Uh, That's what oh, i um... um <laughs> fucking... Nothing, I guess, because I, I
1: don't know I don't think he could help me out too much. I think the only sort of a deal that I would make is to, like, protect loved ones. But at the same time, I'd also want to make sure that the deal was such that, you know, he wouldn't protect my loved ones only to, like, fuck me over by making me, like, as part of the deal later on, like, he needs to me to do a favor. And I could totally see it backfiring, whereas, like, I'll save them now, and then when I need your favor... I'm going to have you kill them.
3: Yeah, I don't know if I'd sell my soul, but I definitely would have I work a deal out with Megatron to, to make, leave a voicemail message for me. Oh, that'd be cool. You just so, want a voicemail message from Megatron? Well, no, no. Like, like my
0: outgoing messages or something like yeah. that for, for when people call I, and I'm not there. I, <laughs> would, I would... I don't know. I mean, first of all, I'd probably side with Megatron most of the time. He's been a little <laughs> unhinged lately. Uh, I mean, just sort of in general, um, hmm. but I don't know. So you I'd,
3: would you would uh, sell your soul to get him some good, uh, you know, psychiatric help or counseling.
0: I mean, if he could get me, no, if he could get okay. if he could get us, um, ten thousand downloads of War and Beast, <laughs> I think I'd I'd join him. He could guarantee that
1: hmm. on a monthly <laughs> basis.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I mean, really, really. Even once, even if I probably if he if he, if I if I picked out a good episode and he could get the ten thousand downloads, uh, then you know, and willingly, not like the YouTube album situation. Like I don't right. want to just showing up on people's iPhones. But yeah. if he could, if he could, uh, you know, go on his talk show or something, uh, <laughs> you know, get it, put an advertisement on Adventure Zone. Lots of money would be nice. I'll say that. (laughs) I I mean, you know, something, something along. You know, if I assume Megatron's good at marketing, so (laughs) if if he could if he could use his marketing savvy and get us get us ten thousand downloads of one episode, I think that we could. I think we could. You know, if we got that many downloads, I'm sure that we would pick up enough listeners. But uh, yeah, then I would I'd I'd join him in his conquest of defeating the Maximals. Is that what's selling my soul? Because if I'm not literally selling my soul, then yeah, I'll do something for Megatron for
2: money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if, I was, if all I had to do was sell my soul, literally, I would, I'd sell it for even less. I'd sell it to multiple people. They can't prove it. <laughs> a friend gave uh, my, another friend
3: their soul in an Ace of uh, Spades card.
2: Remember that episode of Simpsons where Bart sells yeah. his
0: soul and then like tries the whole time to get it back because he's like lost yeah. all his humor. But see, God <laughs> exists in the Simpsons universe. It's true. He so, does.
3: and so does the devil.
0: Definitively. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and Flanders is the devil. <laughs> I was
3: good. I was gonna say though, like you talking about Megatron's talk show, I just can imagine him still basically running all the Cybertropolis like. Uh, TV channels and stuff like that, but it's just him doing everything. Oh, God. It's, it's like the a now Megatron the news. show. Yeah, and it's still pretty overcast today. Videocons are going to be driving out, so watch the lanes and traffic. And now over <laughs> to Megatron with the weather. Thanks, Megatron. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'd be bad. I mean, that's um, basically his goal, right? Is to... Is yeah. Yeah. Eliminate all him. the sparks and just have it be him, yeah. Um, Gwyn also mentioned because uh, when I
3: put it up on Twitter, I mentioned uh, "Deals with the Devil" and uh, and also possibly "Dancing with Them" by, by the Pale Moonlight. Uh, mm. yeah, also thanks, now,
1: I, <laughs> now you got Jordan doing it.
3: It's like also now I am uh, seeing Primal. As, sorry, as ninety movies, Batman's after Megatron gunned down Rhinox and Silverbolt in the dark alley many cycles mm. ago. Ice <laughs> <I> screen Robin. <laughs> Scream?
2: yeah, he is. And Cheetor is Nightwing. Cheetor was Robin, but he got upgraded to Nightwing. Uh, so I think if, that, is, that's if that's the, the case, Night, Night is even kind of like Jason Todd. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I was I gonna know, say I was gonna say Night scream is perfect, damien though.
2: because he's annoying. <laughs> that works too. But I mean, yeah. both Jason Todd and damien were kind of like like I don't like Jason Todd as a Robin, but like I like him as Red Hood. But as a Robin, he's a
0: he sucks like yeah. so. He was he was in my fa- he was Robin in my favorite Superman story. Which story? Uh the for the man who has everything.
1: Ah.
0: It's the only Jason Todd Robin story I know. So <laughs> by that definition, I don't remember if he does anything in it. <laughs> it's a Superman story, and they're basically like, Oh crap, Superman's got a flower on his face. Yeah.
1: That's a really good um Justice League, Justice League episode. Yeah. 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 Did you get him? Uh, did you get him a check? No, cash. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, uh, and then finally, we have one from Kay Marileth, also uh, known as at Mike Loves Rabbits. Uh, what is each character's favorite game show? And they said they submitted this because the the title made me think of The Winka Slink for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah not Kendall the only one. It too. Some
3: reason. Hmm. <laughs> um. I think Cheetor would like some of those obstacle course ones, like uh, American Ninja, or yeah. if you want to even go further back, uh, American Gladiators. But they, there's there's you know some new ones like that. Yeah,
1: um, I think Ratchap would have liked The Price Is Right.
3: Yeah, I also think he would like some of the the reality shows ones, especially the ones DL where the
0: No Deal. I think people would have
3: to yeah. really get in on each other. Yeah.
0: Um. So, uh, uh Optimus likes Jeopardy.
1: Yeah, I
0: I can see that. Um, Black Arachne likes this really obscure uh, game show. You've probably never heard of it. Um, And then uh, somebody likes something. I'm tired. (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) Cheetor likes 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 Nightscreen. Double Dare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, like that. That are guts. I think (laughs) Nightscreen is
1: like. Night Scream. The, the newer game shows.
0: Night Scream uh, watched Road Rules. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. If if everyone for yeah. reality
1: show one,
2: if, if I was going to go yep. for, like, not that, I'd say, like, American Gladiator. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe Black are cool. at, like, say what karaoke.
3: Oh, I was going to say, maybe uh, I could see Rhinox loving some of the old school ones, like Name That Tune. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe mm-hmm. Card Sharks. And uh, on. I, I can
0: imagine, though, that he would know all those songs on Name That Tune, too. Megatron, Megatron liked Greed, the the show that yeah, was, that was like, who yeah. wants to be a millionaire, but more intense. Yeah. Because you can win think, $2 I think, million. Dollars.
2: I think Silverbolt would like the newlywed game. That's the one where they had, like, newlyweds on. They had to, like, answer questions about each other, right? Yes. Yeah. So Silver, Silverbolt would like that one and Think. In his head, like, oh, me and black Artie would totally get that, and then he wouldn't get like any of them right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> see, I also think that uh, Silverball would love like like The Price is Right or, or some or let's let's make a deal or anything like that because of the the whole you know enthusiasm everyone always has for those shows.
1: Yeah, I can see that too.
3: I'm trying to
1: think. Like, is though I, I don't like... think Silverball would be overly fond of Bob Barker because he. Always talking yeah. about spaying your, and neutering your, your pets. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think black arachnia. Like, what What video games do, like, goth chicks like? Or video <laughs> games? They- game shows. Sorry. Um, I just hit a wall, apparently. Do goth, do, do goth chicks love game shows? Like, game shows <laughs> at all?
1: <laughs> oh, there's the episode title. <laughs> do goth well, chicks
0: love game so- shows? I Well, okay. So, they do. I feel like they would, like in the in a hipster way of like of like an ironic yeah. appreciation, so actually probably the price is right is the most like consumer extremely extremely capitalist. accessible over the top cheesy I'm gonna watch it ironically kind of thing yeah so so Black Rackney, and Silver will watch it together for different reasons, yeah Yo, uh, that, yeah that yeah, that works as as a as a
2: low key goth in that everything I wear is black. I don't like any game
3: shows or so whatever.
2: <laughs>
3: I grew up. On it. I love I love some I'm, of those old ones, like classic Concentration, uh, Press Your Luck. Rat
0: Trap would like Press Your Luck. Yeah, I think he would. I just he wants I guess be a millionaire. <laughs> he would My, use
3: his tail to hack the computer and win all the time.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of like a super like like a super serious a super serious goth. Their emo kid kind of thing, like where they're yeah. like every, they take everything super seriously, and they have an ironic ironic appreciation for for campy things. I mean, that's a that's a stereotype that yeah. I think arachnea could fall into, and so I think yeah, I think yeah, I think Price is Right or, or something something along. I think those it, lines. I think it would be Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Qu-
2: it's smart to win that one.
0: Uh, uh, so yeah, which of, maybe. Which of them maybe. would like? Whose line is it anyway? I feel like I just I just feel like whatever Black Arachnia likes it would it would either have to be something that was a th- like a throwback or it would have to be something that you only see in reruns because it's, it's old. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I've got this I'm developing oh. this I'm developing this like uh interpretation of Black Arachnia that's probably problematic, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. At least I don't think she's Asian anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, uh, she likes the Japanese game shows. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I was
2: going to say, the game show that she likes, if it's so obscure, it's so obscure that you haven't heard of it, Kendall. My
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I was, uh, who oh, likes man. I, squares? I totally hit a wall. Ooh, I don't know what's
1: going um, on. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he would like that. Yeah. Yeah, I he, think he would. He, he, he'd be I the think... sort that would be like, I could be the center square. <laughs> yeah.
3: i think rat trap would like a lot of the older game shows too though like um i think he would like the match game just because of of the people on it
1: yeah yeah i think so
3: (sighs) do we have any other questions Jordan?
1: um i think that's it yeah that's it all right does anybody have anything they would like to plug this week
3: Mm, i'll plug game apartment 1c again i guess Uh, it's you know still going on finishing up the first season uh, unfortunately, Super Mario Picross didn't win for the second season, so we're not going to see that challenge. Um, and I'll also plug TechOcon again, or like the t- convention that's coming up in April 5th through 8th, I believe. Yes. I'll actually see if uh, Greg can put like links in up or something so people can see not only the Facebook page, but the LARP page. So if you are interested in you know, come and seeing the crazy plot we've created because apparently we're we're having it taking place. Uh, actually, it's kind of interesting when we're talking about game shows. We're basically having the, the characters are called in on a game show and they can either like you know help be part of the tech crew or tr- participate in it. And it's oh, in a spooky nice. haunted mansion. Ooh. Mm. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can ask questions like on on the Facebook pages, and I'll see about getting links out for folks.
1: Sounds good. And how
2: about you? Um, you can catch me on other audio entropy, audio entropy podcasts like uh, "Teenagers of Attitude" and uh, "Home for Bit Losers," and you can catch um, the new episode of In- "Pursuit of Passions," which features our very own Greg. Yay! I
3: listen
2: to um, it. So um,
3: oh, I. thank you.
2: Greg talks about um, Haidong Gumdo, uh Korean sword fighting t- uh, martial art. That's really that's really neat. It's interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Kendall,
2: and oh wait, my Sorry. Twitter is yeah.
0: at this is emeralds. That's my fault. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can find everything I do at Kendallcast.ninja. Ninja. Um, I have been uh, producing way too much mediocre com- content lately, but some of it's actually decent. I'm really excited about that's what we called music. Uh, actually, the other night we recorded the next four episodes, which. Uh, you know, if you record a pod, if you do a podcast, I strongly recommend recording four episodes once a month. It's like, so <laughs> it it makes you feel so good when you're done because you're like, I don't have to record another episode for a month and I can still come out with stuff on time. Uh, so we've got eight episodes recorded, but only three of them out yet. Uh, and there will be probably a fourth one by the time this episode goes up. Uh, I did just uh, post episode 11 of waiting here for every man which is one of my favorite interviews so far um i interviewed a friend from high school uh ben marshall who's a, a local singer songwriter type uh <laughs> who has very different ideas about songwriting than me and uh had i not being been very uh diplomatic uh might have uh might uh, have gotten into an argument uh, a couple of times <laughs> but uh but i mean not like about stuff that doesn't like stuff that doesn't matter. Like whether you should record at home or rather in a studio, we weren't like arguing about other for whether or not, uh, you know, gay people should get married or anything. But, uh, so what? it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't politics. I don't, I'm babbling now. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's a really good interview and it's on CandleCast dot ninja. Uh, also, my when did the Simpsons get bad blog is still going on kendalcast.ninja If you want to uh, read
1: about two sentences about a few episodes of the Simpsons occasionally, you did also post something on your Bandcamp page.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. If you like the music <laughs> on the show, um, you can uh, you can find you can now download the songs, uh, the, all the different versions of the theme and the various. Uh, little bits and pieces of things on my bandcamp page, uh Kendall Hallman Uh it's the music of War and Beast is is on there along with all my other stuff. So
1: uh check mm-hmm. that out. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. We actually had a request for that on Twitter. Kendall was kind enough to put those up for her. Uh, as always you can find us online at audioentropy.com you can follow us on twitter at war beast. Uh, you can find us on facebook at uh, facebook.com slash group slash war and beast podcast or if you want to reach out to us through old school means by email you can send us an email uh, war and beast podcast at gmail.com we normally try and read everything we get and read it on air because you know we just don't have any more time on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> <But> yeah, um, <laughs> uh, one other, one final announcement. I'm gonna say because thankfully it's already been announced on Facebook. Uh, I would like to wish a congratulations to friend of the show, Eric, uh, also the host yeah. inside the Master Studio. Eric, uh, just this afternoon yeah, this afternoon his time I suppose you could say, he welcomed his first little girl into the world. Yee. So all of us here would like to wish him a big congratulations. Aw. So, yeah. Good
0: luck. Congratulations.
1: So- Sorry, Kendall, what were you gonna oh, say? Oh, I just
0: said good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. It's been another week, another episode down. So for War and Beast, I have been Greg. I've been Emily. I've been Jordan. I've been Kendall. Let's roll, folks.
0: You are the weakest link. Goodbye. So I think the deluxe
3: version of the T-16 T- T- Walfrad Transformer would only be about two meters wide.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hmm...